Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Casey's offers a wide selection of plants, landscaping materials, home and garden decor, and gifts for every occasion. Casey's is committed to providing exceptional service, a unique shopping experience, and value to every customer. Stop in and see what makes Casey's so unique. Located at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, or call 812-537-3800. Let Casey's help you add beauty to your home. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Strong Dads. I'm having a really, really good day. So before we hit the record button, <clears throat> Merle, he kind of like sold himself out on this one. He sat down in this chair, he's sitting in, he's like, man, this sucker's a little wobbly, right? And I'm like, well, bro, <laughs> maybe there's a reason for that, right? <laughs> maybe you indulged a little too much this uh, this uh, past Thanksgiving, uh, oh, would you say? Because wow. I'm wow. like, you know, my, my, chair, yeah. my chair's perfect, not, <laughs> not, not a screw loose. You know, Linda and I still- Yeah, there's a screw loose, it's sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh what so how, how was your thanksgiving I, obviously i see you, it uh, went really well for you oh. <laughs> i would have to confess and say i had a little hard time pushing away from the table mm. this year oh i love uh, thanksgiving food it oh, is man. so good yeah. and then like you just put it on the plate and just drizzle gravy over oh. all of it <laughs> Woo! you know every year i it, like because there's, I don't know that there's anything that's served at this meal that I don't like, right? And <laughs> right. so we always have the big family get together, oh, yeah. and everybody's bringing everything. And I always say, okay, I'm, I'm going to limit the portions. Mm. I'm going to back off from the table. And actually, a lot of times, I do. I back off from the table, right? But then I graze <laughs> the rest of the night because none of the oh, food yeah. is put away. Oh, yeah. And by the time we left... I was ready to be sick. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, th th this year, like, for how how old am I? Like, come on, like <laughs> I'm not a five year old. Why why do I keep doing this stupid stuff year <laughs> after year? I'm fatter than a pig we, all in one day. <laughs> well, you know, this Thanksgiving we we had it in Florida, and so I'm on vacation and it's Thanksgiving, so it's like the double whammy. Oh, right? man, I'm just like, yeah, you got nothing. To I got lose. I got no accountability. <laughs> I don't have to go to work. Yeah. I'm just going all out, right? Oh, uh, how miserable. So, so the question, really, of what what this show is about, okay, because uh, we kind of were laughing and, and, and just messing around with each other, but the whole idea of why do I keep doing the things I know I shouldn't mm. do? Like, I'm not a little kid anymore, mm. but I there are certain things that I just continue to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm so aware of how bad they are or awful or whatever. Not not like robbing banks or anything like that, but but just daily sort of behavioral practices that it's like, dude, that's really not working for you. There's nothing good about what you're doing right there. We should call the show insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different. like every year we return back to the dinner to eat Thanksgiving. It's like just second, third, fourth helping. Oh, we'll do we'll do the midnight snack, you know, just yeah. same thing over and over. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and paybacks, paybacks are tough. So let, let's talk about this today, all right? This is gonna be a good show. Uh, this this show, uh, we're going to take in a direction that I think is gonna have some depth to it. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna challenge you as we challenge ourselves. all right? But 
Man, there, there's a nugget of information in this that goes so much beyond the Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. And, and that's really what we want to get to today. Okay, so Kyle, why don't you give us a couple thank yous on our sponsors? I like it. It's uh, Strong Dad. We'd love to thank Kramer's Beer House for coming alongside of us. Thanks so much for those guys down on Route 128. Go check them out. I know the Thanksgiving season uh, is over. We're heading into the Christmas season now, so go check them out. Get a good meal. Take the family down there. Maybe when you don't feel like cooking or in, in, indulging in the Thanksgiving yeah. leftovers, go, go down. Go Christmas. overeat at Crimer's. Yeah. <laughs> Mark will really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so a little bit of background information. Well, we got to do Casey's case Outdoor oh, Solutions. Thanks oh, so much. For, I, I know you, you said a couple and I didn't. So yeah, Casey's yeah. case, case Outdoor Solutions, thanks so much for those guys. Come See, I'm still in a food coma. <laughs> Tryptophan. Isn't that what that's called? Yeah, right? that's what it yeah, is. Casey's Outdoor Solutions, really do appreciate those guys for coming alongside of us and also uh, Rockstar Family. So really, really good. Uh, go check them out. Let them know we sent you there. Good deal. Okay, now maybe I'm yeah, ready to go. go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we, we heard the phrase before, misery loves company. Mm. All right. So like, it's one thing for me to get get all down on myself because I've overeaten. But it's another thing when I'm putting this out on the airwaves and you're all are going, yeah, I did the same thing, man. I did the same thing. And so now kind of like we commiserate, right? Yeah. We're like, yeah, man, you know? Mm. And so I'm not as bad a person if I know that everybody else is struggling with the same thing. Mm. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to go into something that is going to be kind of the crux of really what this this message today is about. We are actually in great company here, mm -hmm. all right? And when we talk about commiserating, check out what this passage is about. So I'm going to read. This is um, from Paul, okay, in Romans 7. And I'm going to start, we're going to start at, at 15, and we're going to kind of roll through this. But this is what we're struggling with today. Like, why do I keep doing the things that I know I shouldn't do. Why do I keep doing this? But there's so much more behind what this thing is that we struggle with, right? So it says, starting at 15, this is Romans 7, 15, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that God itself, or good itself, does not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I seem to keep doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. I want to stop there for just a second. Okay, there are a lot of tongue twisters in that. Yeah. Right? This is the battle that's going on, right? This is the battle that I have over the Thanksgiving meal that I continue to overeat, that the procrastination that I continue to do, that the uh, less than good thoughts that I have about other people, the judgment that I have on other people. Um just the list goes on and on, yep. okay? And that's what we're talking about here. Like Paul is calling himself out, but he, he he's not going to let us hang there, mm. okay? And this is going to be so important for you guys out there who have been in battles. You struggle. You're like, ah, oh, geez, you know, I, I, man, I see this all the time in addiction, right? Mm. Like they fall back into addiction because now I'm even making this crazier because I'm altering 
the power of my fleshly desire with mm. the actual chemical addiction. And so that, that, that just amps this whole problem up even higher to a point where, you know, it seems like there's no control. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and I, I think it's important, you know, and, and you're, you're going to read the, the kind of the second part of it, but I think it's important to note that like when we're talking about this, you were talking about being in good company, like that, that's all well and good, but it's, it's what, like, if we just stay in that good, good company, you know, Paul's telling us that it's the sin that's living. So although we, we've all indulged in Thanksgiving meal, it doesn't make it right. Absolutely. It, it, do, it doesn't yeah. make it acceptable, right? It's still, it's that sin. And again, Thanksgiving is just a, 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 an example for, for something much deeper. So that addiction you're talking, just because there's thousands of people that deal with, with that addiction doesn't make it okay because you're in good company. It, it, it just goes to the root cause that it's that sin which obviously we know sin is that separation. Yep. So sin is the, is the negative part. So although there's a lot of people that fall into that addiction or other sins like we all have, doesn't make doesn't mean we can just stay there. Yeah, yeah. That and so that's what we're going to get into here. This yep. Paul kind of starts to break this down into the second part of this letter. Okay, so now I'm in uh, uh, chapter seven, starting with verse twenty one. So listen to how Paul starts to work through this. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. Mm-hmm. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. What I see another law at work in me, or I'm sorry, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body? that is subject to death. Let me stop right there for just a second. So Paul is now actually breaking out and separating the types of, of um, law, okay? So there is the law of sin. And so law of sin is all of these sinful things that we do. They are the sins of the flesh, right? They are the yeah. sins of the of what me as a man, what I want to do, okay? My selfish desires, okay? And so the law of sin is actually Old Testament law. That's why we have all of these do's and don'ts, yeah. right? And so by the time we get to the end of the Old Testament, we have over, I think it's like 630-some different laws. Mm. Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And it's all of these flesh fleshly desires that we were told don't do. And if you do them, you have sinned. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, the, the Jewish people were like, oh my gosh, like we, <laughs> I, I screw up every day <laughs> and then I have to do sacrifices. And then I have to get all of these yeah. other people involved, like the high priest. And so I just keep failing. And now we start to feel bad about ourselves. You'll never be good enough. You'll never be with God because you can't be good enough, right? Mm-hmm. So we keep failing. So this is, Paul is now, is, is highlighting this, like, based on the law of sin or Old Testament, I just keep screwing up, mm-hmm. right? But then look what he says here in verse 25. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. God's law, God's law is different. We sometimes call it, this is the law of the spirit, Mm -hmm. okay? This is the law of Christ, right? Where now what Christ has done covers my flesh. It covers my sinfulness, 
right? This is is actually our Thanksgiving show, right? This is the idea of, he says, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Finally, there's a revelation here that we can't be good enough Mm. and that what Christ did, the one and final sacrifice that covers all of my fleshly sin, this is what I count on. Mm. Yeah, the the idea of of being thankful to God is is, is something, man, I I hope this past Thanksgiving you had a time to reflect on, on that very statement because... Man, we all that that sinful nature that that he was talking about before, and and I love that he says, "What a wretched man I am." I know, man. What a revelation that is to have the, the, this idea, because especially as men, I, I know for myself, I struggle with this. This is like, if there's a problem, I want to fix it, right? If there's something I'm falling short on, I want to get better at it. And it, and it's just that very idea that when it comes to the most important relationship we'll ever have, when our, our relationship with God. When it comes to that, there's nothing I, I can't fix that, right? I'm yeah. a bro I'm a wretched man because of all the stuff, all those times I've fallen into gluttony, all those times I've fallen <laughs> into the pride, all those times I've fallen into to whatever, whatever the, the the thing that you fall short in, man, the idea that as a man, which is very difficult to swallow that pride, that you are a wretched man, you cannot fix it. There's nothing that you can do that is gonna that is gonna make that relationship whole. You're right. You, you can't pay for all of your sins. In other words, you can, because tomorrow you wake up and you'll do them again. Yes. And you'll do them again and again. It might be a slightly different one. It might be a slightly yes. different way. But you're gonna just keep on falling because of your human nature, right? Mm. And so, so Paul then goes on and in chapter eight in Romans eight one through two he goes. Therefore, or there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in mm. Christ Jesus. Listen to what he just said. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Like you're not going to be condemned. You're no longer going to be thrown into hell. You're no longer going to be in the prison. We are no longer condemning you. Mm. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Mm. So Old Testament is is really how our brain likes to work. Well, you know, if I do good, I'll get good. If I do bad, I'll get bad, all right? And so that's how our brain, that's how the human nature wants to work, all right? But this is where God is saying, let's go to a different level. Let's go to a spiritual level. Mm. Let's live as Christ wants us to live. And so to do that, we sell out to Christ, mm. okay? And again, now that becomes a whole different walk, because now I have to learn and pursue Christ. Like I had, that's what we're trying to do here. Mm. I'm not going to worry about all the do's and don'ts, the rights and wrongs. I just want to be more and more like Christ. I want to see the words that He says, and I want to go. Okay, what does that mean for me? Mm. How do I live that way, and not get beat down by whether I'm doing stuff right or wrong? Mm. Yeah, I mean, as, as we were looking at those passages, um, you know, kind of as we move move through this show, you had written something I think is really cool um, that that Paul really explains the difference between the law of the spirit and the law of sin. And I know you, you kind of briefly touched on it. Will you uh, kind of help walk us through kind of what you were thinking when you, when you had written that down? So, um, my natural um, person, who I am as a man, likes to look at things that are right and wrong. 
Mm-hmm. I like to point out other people's rights and wrongs. <laughs> um, I like to, oh, you know, I wouldn't do it that way. Well, you know, we look for when things don't seem to go the way we think they should go, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> and it's not that we shouldn't have some of that, right? We, we, that's part of how we function. But when I'm getting to the point where I am condemning people, yeah. all right, they are no good. They are worthless. Mm. They are not as valuable as me. Mm. All right, that's condemnation, and that's what I have to be careful with. Mm. So, in my so this can reverse and flip on me if I eventually have enough fails in life, okay, and I work by the law of sin, I can eventually feel so defeated. I'm good at nothing. Everything I touch, I screw up. I've messed up my marriage. I've messed up my kids. I can't hold a job. I deal with addiction. And I can defeat myself because I operate under the law of sin. I'm not good enough. All right? And so the question or the answer here that, that runs in my mind, yeah, get over it. You're never going to be good enough because it's not about what you can do. Mm. Christ loved you so much that he just wants you to sell out to him. Mm. He just wants you to be in relationship with him. You mentioned, you know, the idea we've talked in other shows about relationship, right? We talked in our show when we were talking about dragging our kids to church, right? And we're trying to show that relationship is what it's about. And Mm. the idea, why do we pray? We pray because it is showing a submission Mm. to having relationship with Christ, all right? And so... The, the idea of of us just praying and saying, Christ, I want you in my life. Please, you know, forgive me. Please work with me. Please show me your grace. These are the things that says to Christ, yeah, I've got his heart. Mm. So yeah, that, that's where I came from when when I was writing that. Yep. And, you know, when you were talking about that 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 law, the, the, the sinful nature that we fall into and, and condemning people, we just did a, you know, not too long, we did a whole series on Almost that very mm. idea that the the idea of when's the last time you talked to someone who who is in homelessness, someone who is in, in addiction, someone who who's gone through tragedy, man, so someone of a different race. Like I think that that is that sinful nature because you know I, I made a lot of reference to it. Like it, it it's really easy for us to sit you know and 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 sit around a kitchen table and talk bad about a certain group of people, but when you actually put a face next to somebody, that's when you really start to see who Jesus right. is. Right? Jesus didn't just come to save. Only black people. He right. didn't come to just save only the people who who have who are who are rich and famous. Like Jesus came for everybody, and we all have you know. And, and I made reference to this on a, on a previous show, but Duran talked about like we all have sinful nature. Right. Like all of us have fallen into that. But the cool thing is, but thanks be to God, right? That He sent someone that all those sinful natures. Not that not that we're not going to have sin in our life because that's not true. He never promises us a sinless life, right? That, right. That's not it's not it's not going to happen. But they're, they're, that, that's the, always a but God, right? That I know a preacher at church always says those are some of the most powerful words in the entire Bible. But God, mm-hmm. right? But God gave us this guy that came, lived a life as a man. He experienced things that we experienced, and then he died for us, like. That is that's the the, the 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 spirit that that he's giving us the ability to make us whole because we are broke broken sinful men like he's giving us that ability to have that that perfect relationship man for sure and so you just said giving okay he's giving us the ability so I think you'll hear phrases before that 
um, this is the gift of salvation. Mm-hmm. It is a gift. So a gift is something that you don't pay for, right? You, you It is something that somebody says, you know what? I think you're worthy of, of me offering this. I'd like to do this for you. And it is since it is a gift, it means that I can actually reject it as well. You know what? No thanks, but no thanks, right? Yep. Like I'm not interested. And so the idea that it is a gift of salvation tells me that it is being given to us. I'm not having to earn it, mm-hmm. right? I, th- that's what separates it from the works that yep. I have to do, okay? Now, some of us would be like out there saying, so are you saying that we don't have to do good works? No, not at all. Like, but what happens is when I start to live like Christ, mm-hmm. and I and I, so this is where we dig in and like, well, I want to read more about Christ. What does Christ say I should do? Then I start naturally doing the deeds that Christ would have me do. I'm um, taking care of the orphans, taking care of the poor, taking care of the widows, um, having um, having uh, uh, a passion and, and empathy for other people. It's like those things start to happen, yeah. okay? But I'm not doing those things to get saved. I do those things because I am saved, yeah. right? And how freeing is that? Like I don't really need to spend a whole lot of time beating myself up over how short I am in, in terms of falling to my flesh, mm-hmm. right? I, I need to recognize where it's pulling me off track, where it's beating me down, where it's keeping me off uh, off the, the rails. But I need to get past it quickly because I've got a really cool gift here that God wants me to get out and use. Well, you know, we, Christmas is coming up. This would be no different than if you gave your kids a, a gift. You, you freely are giving them a gift, and then th- there's assembly required, Right. And you just you give you give the gift to your kids, and then they never put it together. Mm. The, the gift it doesn't change the fact that it was given to them, right? It, you you gave them a gift, but if they do nothing with it, then then what is the joy in that gift? <laughs> that that gift had it could be a lot of fun for them, right? There can be a lot that they can experience with that gift, but if you don't assemble that that gift, if you don't put in the time and the effort that it is to build a relationship with Christ. Then it's just a gift, Man. and, and it, yeah, it, it, it doesn't take away from the fact that God still gives you that gift, and it's there for you. It's it, it. God, we, we talked about the prodigal son not too long ago in a show. Like God is always there with His arms wide open. He's ready mm-hmm. to ready to receive you when you want to do the assembly part of that gift. Like He He's all for it, right? But man, it, it, it takes effort. Your relationship with Christ doesn't just end on that gift. There's so much to it. The, 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 I like the, that. Some assembly required. Yeah. yeah I like that. That's yeah. really good. I just thought, my noggin right there, Merle. <laughs> Your sharp cookie right there. <laughs> Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Um, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm. So this is that whole idea of, I'm not great because I'm great. I'm not great because I made myself great, all right? This is the idea that I have greatness in me because of him giving it to me. And yeah. so that's just really such a cool idea. I don't need to boast, right? Yeah. That's why we're called not to boast. And, and the, the, the cool thing about, like, if you were to look at the culture when this is written, like in, in the time when, when when majority of the scripture was written, it was a class society. You were either in or you were out, right? You were a Jew, you were a Gentile, you were rich, you were poor, you were one of religious leaders. And the fact that Jesus saw that and saw that it didn't didn't matter what class you were in, if you if you take the gift that is given to you and you do something with it, you accept that gift, 
then 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 God is for you, right? Yeah. It didn't matter if you were the most religious leader in the entire church, or if you were the poorest slave that was washing the feet. Like it didn't matter that that gift was freely given to you. Yeah, you are to. I like the idea of that. We are to use the gift. We don't make the gift. Yeah. Right. And so, what a great point. So the the idea here as we wrap up, this is uh, the thing that we are thankful for as mm. we've come through and we've stuffed ourselves uh, with way too much food, mm. and we continue to fall on certain things and we beat ourselves up. You know, let's limit the amount of time we do that and let's use the gift that that God has given us because this is really what gives us the energy uh, to be the dads we need to be, the husbands we need to be. Um, that I want to do as Christ has me do, and that's. That's the work that is involved. I love it. Good stuff, man. I, I hope you guys got something out of the show. I hope I hope you did have a really good Thanksgiving. I hope uh, leading up to the Christmas season, we, we begin to continue to be thankful for that gift that is being freely given to us. Um, you know, obviously coming up with Christmas, I hope you guys get a time to to share the good news of who Jesus is with your kids because obviously, you know, w- with the birth of Christ coming up, like the significance that is for for our relationship with him. Um, so I, I hope you guys get some, some time to spend with your family at dinner, um, you know, like again leading up to the christmas season just get some time to to really dive into this free gift this gift that it doesn't matter who you are what you are made of what what addictions you fall in what sinful nature you have you get some time to actually realize that god is is who will make you whole nothing you can do no no, no amount of fixing you can do is ever going to fix that 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 broken relationship it's only through jesus so i hope you get some time to spend and and really kind of let that sink in yeah good stuff so uh we want to thank <clears throat> casey's outdoor solution and crimer's beer house again for what uh, they do to come along and support us at uh, rock solid families as well as strong dads mm-hmm. uh, so we want to thank you also guys we need your help we need your help at spreading our message. Uh, continue to listen. Um, subscribe to our channel. Give us five-star ratings. This helps to boost us up on the search engines. And so please help us out with that. In return, we do want to help you. We want to continue to offer these kind of programs, these kind of shows. But we also, uh, at Rock Solid Families, this is where we do marriage and family coaching and even individual coaching work. Uh, man, if you're struggling with one of these fleshly desires that we were talking about throughout this show, um, don't let it continue to beat you up. There are mm-hmm. ways that we can get through this. All right. So reach out to us. You can get us at rocksolidfamilies.org or you can give us a call at 812-576-7625. Well, also, if you ate way too much food and you want to work out, I'm pretty sure yeah. Merle and Linda can help you with that too. You guys are like a one-stop shop there. The, the gym is open for me as well <laughs> from these days yeah. forward. Might, yeah. might be having to build a new chair here for Merle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, you're just so nice. You're, you're great to work with. <laughs> Tis the season to be merry. <laughs> Go out there and be a strong dad. Hey, this is Kyle Crawford from Strong Dads. Strong Dads podcast would love to thank the Crimer's Beer House for coming alongside of us. The Crimer's Beer House was started in 1982 by the Crimer family, and since that time, they have definitely become a Cincinnati favorite. So if you're looking for an incredible meal in an incredible setting, definitely go down to Route 128 and check out the Crimer's Beer House.